think again, my friend. Season 2. Episode 1. Teeth. Contains explicit content. What are you listening to for the next half hour? Think again, my friend. It's Think Again, my friend. I am your host, Mike Sugarbaker. Uh, with me are some panelists because we have a panel and you have to have people on those. Uh, so if they would introduce uh, themselves, starting to my left. Hi, this is Mark Bergo here for our lovely teeth episode. Uh, I was going to tell that part. Well, I, 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 I said, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> I actually thought that you had. I was a little concerned. No. Uh, when I sent out the call today, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I stepped on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can just cut this in post and uh, pass it on to the panelist to my left. Uh, there's no, there's no one to your left. Uh, <laughs> so my clockwise. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Kristen McCurdy, and uh, I'm warm today. I'm Brendan Atkins, and I'm the one at the table who's not an asshole. What? So. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. That, that remains to be seen. This is so great. Uh, our topic today, as we discussed, is is teeth. Uh, it's a highly personal topic uh, for me, as it is for many of the rest of us. I think most people have a closer relationship with their teeth than maybe they like to admit. Um, they're they're actually inside my head. It's that close. Yeah. Yeah. For for my part, at the beginning of this year, um, my teeth all simultaneously decided that they didn't really want to be in my head that hard anymore, <laughs> um, and decided to make a dramatic leap. Fortunately, they're not really any better at dramatic physical actions than any other part of my body is. Um, Mike but, is a dental animist, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes sense. I think teeth have a lot of personality. Certainly, they feel less like a part of me than most of the other parts of my body. Mm-hmm. So is each individual tooth have its own personality, or is it a collective teeth? They have a personality. It's hard to tell a distinct tooth apart from others, but there's also certainly differences. I'm Suddenly, I'm Old more and more uncomfortable talking about this. Mm. <laughs> I mean, if I had one, like, you know... But we have we have wisdom teeth, you know. We we have all kinds of strange. I don't names. have wisdom I don't teeth. Have wisdom teeth. As, okay, I Not have anymore. one. I have one wisdom. I was going to go around the table. How asymmetrical of you? That's interesting. Um. Yeah, I'm that kind of person. Most people get them all, or or. Yeah, I well, or I two had a, or I had a molar removed for orthodontic purposes when I was uh, in high school. Um, because they just felt like that would be the easiest way to get my teeth centered mm-hmm. and That's because horrifying. of that and yes <laughs> and because of that there was actually room for one of my wisdom teeth when my wisdom teeth started coming in a couple of years later huh. so they only had to take out three but it's crazy we have wisdom teeth we have baby teeth there's a, there's no other part of our body that does this so you, have you seen the cutaway of a child's skull with the teeth above the other teeth I have not cut any children's skulls. It's a picture that's been going around the internet. And okay. It is horrifying. Our, yeah. How come we have no other parts of our bodies that do this? Is what I want to know. Like even parts that would be appropriate. Like when when you're chi- like skin. When you're children, you have these enormous eyes, and you you just keep them and you grow into them. <laughs> <laughs> like you should have small eyes, and then they should come out. 
Right. And it should be, oh, oh yeah, Junior lost his baby eyes this week. We've got to pad all the furniture. God. And, uh, and then you get new ones. Yeah, the other, the other thing that's really odd about, about the fact that you lose teeth is that it happens to animals, too. But it's not the dramatic event. Like, if you have a puppy and, you know, it's losing its baby teeth. Every once in a while, you might find a little tooth fragment around, but it's not this like big dramatic event. Dogs just eat them, you know. Man. Yeah, probably they just swallow them and they're they're fine. But I I don't know. It's just it's just <laughs> odd to me that <laughs> dogs are always freaking out about something. It's true. It's just hard to tell. <laughs> and and kittens as well. But true, true. Uh, so we checked on everybody's uh, teeth uh, presence, whether they have the the number of teeth that is appropriate for whatever they feel is appropriate, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I don't have my wisdom teeth, and I'm missing one more. Also, mm. um, well, you sh- you and Kristen should get together. I guess <laughs> figure this out. We'll, um, but we'll check on everybody again at the end of the program. Um, <laughs> see if we have the same number. <laughs> things 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 get a little dramatic around here. It could happen. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. All right, I'm going to start us off with a quick uh, taxonomy question: uh, Are teeth part of the skeleton, the endoskeleton, the exoskeleton, or the dermoskeleton? Hmm. I'm going to go with exoskeleton. Okay. Because I want to be a bug. Sure. Skeleton. Okay. I'm startled by the idea that we have more than one skeleton. I thought it was pretty much just the one thing. Oh, you know. I'll say dermoskeleton because it's not taken. All right. Uh, You are all right. The only incorrect one is endoskeleton. Wow. Because there's no such thing? No, there's... Because uh, the endoskeleton kind of is, is entirely contained? Because it's redundant? Basically, exoskeleton, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't actually mean like the adamantium exoskeleton or, you know, the robot suits or anything else. It wasn't the, an adamantium exoskeleton. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, no. Uh, the definition medically of exoskeleton is uh, hard parts such as hair, teeth, nails, feathers, hooves, and scales that are developed uh, from the epidermis. Hair is part of your skeleton? Uh, technically. I have to go beat up a bunch of biology teachers. Okay. <laughs> um, then in insects, things are a little bit different. Uh, it does refer to things like shells and, and, and all that. Um, but yeah, teeth uh, start out, from what people can tell, teeth started out, uh, 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 well, oh, wait. Hair. Maybe. Well, I mean, like baleen is basically hair. Okay, which came first, teeth or baleen, evolutionary speaking? Mm. Teeth. Teeth, because whales went back into the water. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've got toes and stuff. They came out and they said, fuck this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they were right, by yeah. the way. Yeah. I agree. And it's true, baleen are much more advanced than teeth. Um, <laughs> more complicated, and, and it came later according to everything in the fossil record. A pain in the ass to floss, though. Do they have baby baleen? That's the question. Baby baleen? Like, yeah, like baby teeth, but <laughs> do they have to tie their baleen? I just want you to say baby baleen again. <laughs> Can I start singing Baby Beluga? Um, Except they don't have baleen. Beluga don't have baleen. Yeah. You can, but you They're may a not. Tooth whale. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. All right. But you can ask the next question. All right. Um, well, here's one dealing with teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about teeth at all, is it? So, now, uh, so according to the uh, OECD, what country. Uh, what country's citizens have the best teeth in the world? Mm. Bhutan. I'm going to say South Korea. I'm going with Denmark. The British. What? With 
an average of 0.6 decaying teeth per person. That's the the worst image so <laughs> I've is heard a, in a long time. <laughs> is this like the result of a permissive tooth culture? Perhaps if you just let everything else get fucked up, then you don't have as much decay. I think it's a, I think it's a result of the National Health Service. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a if, you know, if you don't get braces, that's not getting all your uh, popcorn stuck in there and screwing your teeth up. Hmm. I don't know. Do they eat popcorn in Britain? I, I, I don't so. know. <laughs> <laughs> they have corn. <laughs> and movies. And heat. <laughs> I don't believe it. Li- you can't cook heat. popcorn with coal. <laughs> We covered that on a previous we episode. Need to get more into your mental image of Britain as soon as possible. <laughs> People are covered in soot. Boys are constantly running down the street to get giant turkeys. It's, it's chaos. Hell yeah. Uh, do you have a follow-up, Burgo? Uh, well, not really a follow-up so much as another little tooth tidbit I found on some dentist's website. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, speaking of good and bad teeth, what percentage of people over 65 still have all their teeth? Mm. In what country? Globally or I, just... In this dentist In website. this dentist website. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah. Slightly less reliable than Wikipedia. 40%. I'll say 30%. 50. Ah, 60. We're underestimating the olds. Ooh. <laughs> All right. I wonder if that's I have no the, response to this. Barely. I wonder if that's uh, <laughs> that percentage will increase as those of us who grew up with fluoridated water enter our mm-hmm. sixty-five. Not in Portland. Right. It's true. All the dentists in Portland know. I'm not from town. I, that's what I hear every time I go to the dentist too. Yeah. I'm like oh, and that's funny because I have like six fillings or something, maybe eight. You that to be me worse. is a lot. <laughs> yeah, but apparently. Uh, yeah, for this city, it is not. I have though. 45 fillings, actually. You don't have that many teeth. Some of my fillings have fillings. <laughs> you have fillings inside your filling. Yeah. You, you actually yeah. are a shark. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was holding myself back. You did not do this. Um, <laughs> would you be relied upon to not hold myself back? I actually have a question about uh, old people and teeth. Right. Do it. Specifically about dentures. <clears throat> um, George Washington mm. has probably the most well-known false teeth in American history, uh, but another president wore dentures as well. Was it Grover Cleveland, A, B, Andrew Jackson, C, Ronald Reagan, or D, Alexander Hamilton? Go with Andrew Jackson, because that's why they called him Old Hickory. Hmm. I'll say Ronald Reagan because I want it to be true. Hmm. I'm uh, I'm imagining teeth made out of hickory, and it's really freaking me out. <laughs> Makes uh, everything taste like barbecue. I'm gonna go with Andrew Jackson. Just uh, well, you two are technically correct. He did lose all his teeth and had dentures made, but never wore them. Like he put them in once, said nope, took them back out, <laughs> and that's why if you look at pictures of him, he's obviously like his. He never smiles. Yeah, and his lips are just kind of wrapped around his gums. Mm. Um, Cleveland is the denture wearing president. This is an amazing story. <laughs> okay. He had to have his entire upper jaw removed because of a benign tumor on the roof of his mouth. What? And this is back in the days when you didn't talk about health problems with the president, right? The press was in on the conspiracy to conceal it. So he had the operation done on his yacht in secret <laughs> and had a prosthetic rubber palate with a full set of porcelain teeth made to replace and wore the rest of his life. He thought it was great. I could not figure out if Ronald Reagan had dentures or not. Hmm. Um, there is no testimony either way. Although, famously, as a teenager... 
when he was working as a lifeguard in California, he dove into a river and retrieved an elderly patron's uh, false teeth. Wow. Received a $10 tip. <laughs> <laughs> Which in Ronald Reagan dollars is roughly $100 million. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we will swing to Kristen momentarily, but I want to touch on George Washington's teeth. Um, a children's book by Deborah Chandra and Madeline <laughs> Comera uh, that Brandon brought in for us. Uh, true or false, George Washington wore wooden teeth. False. That is false. It's false. <clears throat> that is false. Never wore uh, wooden teeth. He, uh, they totally had better tooth technology than that. It was uh, like hippo ivory part of it. By George Washington's time. Now, how about this? George Washington's last tooth was removed by his dentist, John, Dr. John Greenwood, who later covered it in gold and wore it as jewelry. True or false? What? True. Gotta be true. It's too crazy to be false. <laughs> I... <laughs> I agree, but I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) It it is true. Um, Last true or false, um, George's false teeth, which were ivory, uh, were among the first to use fixative to stay on the jaws rather than the then common solution of bent springs behind the rear molars that connected the top set of teeth to the bottom set of teeth. Mm. Uh, No, he he had the springs. I believe he had the springs, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll say no just to be contrary. All right, he did have the springs. Which is amazing. Yeah. It is so amazing. He had to like clench his mouth all the time. He had headaches. Yeah. God. And it, uh, the same book talked about the um, portraits that he had done where he had to stuff his mouth with cotton mm-hmm. to look like he wasn't a shriveled, you know, Which jaw is why guy. if you look at pictures of him, it looks like his mouth is stuffed with cotton. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my dollar bill? Yeah. I just thought he looks kind of weirdly fat. Yeah. In a we- that weird George Washington way. You he was know, actually an amazing athlete. Our leaders were innovative in a lot of ways. Yeah. And maybe they had innovative uh, jaws and face mm-hmm. parts. So what are you saying? Our first president was a cyborg. I'm saying that yeah. I had an iffy yeah, education in, um, in history in some ways. <laughs> we, by the time the show is over, we will check Twitter and there will be a George Washington cyborg movie. Yes. <laughs> by Seth Grimsmith in production. I'm excited about that one. Is he going to fight RoboCop? <laughs> <laughs> Kristen. So my, uh, my question, uh, first question is also about the history of dentistry. Um, one of the first instruments per- for performing dental extractions was invented in the 14th century by Guy de Chaliac. It is named after what bird? Is it A, the seagull, B, the raven, C, the pelican, D, the hawk? Hmm, I'm going with pelican. I don't know the French for any of those, so... I got nothing. <laughs> uh, I'll say pelican. Yeah, it's a pelican. Um, Why? <laughs> I, that I don't know. Um, <laughs> until the 17th century, Western dentists believed that what was the cause of dental caries? Was it A, a dental worm, B, excessive masturbation, C, improper chewing technique? I'll say C. I'm going with the worm. I'm going with masturbation. (laughs) Someone has to. Uh, The answer is A. The worm theory of dental decay was discredited by the French physician Pierre Fauchard, who was the first to make a connection between tooth decay and excess sugar intake. He advocated doing what? A practice which has seen a resurgence of interest in recent years to treat dental cavities in their early stages. Antibiotics. Uh, 
tongue scraping. Using a water pick. <laughs> the answer is the application of human urine. Oh. oh. I should have gone with excessive masturbation. (laughs) (laughs) Got your water pick right here. Wow. Um, I think Brendan gets the point. I want the point. (laughs) Well, speaking of proper uh, dental hygiene. Hang um, hang on. I need one second. (laughs) Right in there. Get that rich texture sound. It's important to me for that sound to be a part of the show, and I'm hungry, so. All right, well. <laughs> now we're all doing it. <laughs> all right. So, Chew up, everybody. Anyway, speaking of dental hygiene, uh, my uh, next little question is, what organization is responsible for the recommendation you see your dentist Nambla. twice a year? <laughs> American Dentist Association. <clears throat> I'll go with ADA as well. Uh, the Pepsodent Toothpaste Company. Hmm. It's a corporate conspiracy. Wow. Whoa. Apparently, we... you should actually consult your dentist to find out how often you should see your dentist. Now, I, I, but should... When do you know to go the first time? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> when you get your first tooth. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is also confusing. Just toddle on down there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll give you the laughing gas. You'll have a ball. Send you home with a little, a little appointment reminder card. Call us in six months, <laughs> or maybe three years. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he, oh, here's a follow up. Um, true or false? Pepsodent was the first toothpaste to get um, endorsement from the ADA and get that little logo um, in their marketing materials. True. I'm going with true. False. It's a conspiracy. Um, false. It's Crest. Oh. So close. I was going to say it must have been a quid pro quo for the uh, every six months record. That's what I was yeah. thinking, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little, you know. Uh, and ooh, follow up to that, how many years after that did it take the, uh, that was uh, that happened in 1956. How many years after that did it take the nearest competitor to get the same approval? Get an over-under on five years? What was, what was the year? The year was 1956. And how many years after that did the next competitor to Crest Get I'll go ADA over. approval. I'll take the over. Over five? Over. Forty years. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm flattered that you think I'm that young. Um, yeah, the answer is nine years. The mm-hmm. uh, the next competitor to get it was Colgate. I don't know how Pepsi and it fits into uh, the whole theory. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I think it just shows that dentists are uh, un, uh, ungrateful. Perhaps. Uh Quick question. Birds, lizards, and turtles all have a tooth in common. What is it called? Egg tooth. What? Egg tooth. Egg, Egg tooth. tooth? Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's <laughs> the only possible answer. Unless it's a milk tooth, but I think it's the egg tooth. I'll go with milk tooth. <laughs> it is the egg tooth. <laughs> it is a horn-like protuberance used by hatching birds, lizards, and turtles to break through the egg shell. I'm disturbed at how rapidly you knew that answer. <laughs> I've broken a lot of eggs in my time. <laughs> I read a lot of zoo books. <laughs> if you know what I, I was actually born with an egg tooth. Oh, <laughs> you know that. Hatched. Yeah. <laughs> no. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, braces on your egg tooth. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, I have a question. 
please ask it. A Fort, a Fort Lee, it. New Jersey-based operation called Biomedical Tissue Services Limited was shut down in 2005 by the Food and Drug Administration for doing what? Was it A, selling patients' dental records to a food distributor with mafia ties, B, selling stolen human body parts, including teeth, C, poor sanitation practices in its labs? Uh, not cloning human teeth? Uh, that it could be poor sanitation practices. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that would be unsanitary, possibly. I, I got to go with D, all of the above. Um, it seems like, it, I'll say poor sanitation practices. I That's my best. In my heart for the mafia. The answer is actually B. <clears throat> the parts were harvested from cadavers uh, without survivor's consent. Um, they had a deal with a, a funeral home, which also wow which was also reprimanded for this um they were sold to hospitals and clinics that needed cadaver parts including dentist's offices that s- installed implants the firm paid funeral uh. homes <laughs> oh it was multiple funeral homes the firm paid funeral homes up to one thousand dollars to get access to the bodies they handled okay i have a follow-up to that so <laughs> uh, i have a follow-up as well okay but- go ahead go ahead Patients who have received tissue from biomedical tissue services were issued product recall notices advising them to do what? Uh. <laughs> and the answer, does take anyone my have any guess? Back. Yeah, take my teeth back out. Nah, no, I think they got to keep the parts, but oh, they were given wow. some advice. Get an AIDS test? Yes, get tested for bloodborne pathogens. And the funny thing about this is that I I found out about this recent story um, after having read about um, apparently there was uh, implants that people knew had come from cadavers were somewhat, or at least that the providers knew had come from uh, cadavers, were somewhat popular uh, during the Victorian period until allegedly people started getting syphilis from Mm. teeth. So yeah, anyway, no, that was a huge mm-hmm. thing. Uh, there was an English silversmith named Claudius Ash. He was the first to brand and market false teeth extracted from soldiers' corpses uh, mm-hmm. as Waterloo teeth, what? because there were a lot of dead people at Waterloo who weren't using their teeth. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so he, they were in high demand up until he replaced them himself in the late 1820s with his own innovated, realistically sculpted porcelain teeth. Uh, however, 40 years later. There were reports that some denture makers were still steadily using Waterloo teeth to construct dentures. Um, Waterloo being over for quite some time at this point. Mm-hmm. These teeth were being shipped into England by the barrel from where? What's the time frame on this again? The 1860s. 1860s. Oh. India? The Confederate States of America. Virgo has it. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Yep. I didn't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best source of teeth on the planet at that time. Uh-huh. People would follow the battles, find the corpses, and pull their teeth out. They did not have consent from the survivors <laughs> no. to do so. No release forms no. from uh, no HIPAA from the soldiers. <laughs> and they all got they did syphilis. eventually learn to boil the teeth. That took a while. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, I'm I'm feeling Medicine good because I was feeling like I asked all the most disgusting questions. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. So, thank you. <laughs> I 
well, speaking of disgusting, um, <laughs> how much? Uh, here's another. Uh, let's do a uh, prices right style. Uh, question how much uh saliva does the average human produce in a lifetime in gallons closest without getting going over Ten thousand. in gallons is that is that a lot that's a lot no i'm sticking with it i'm gonna go with like a hundred hundred gallons Four billion gallons. Four billion <laughs> gallons. Uh, it actually goes to McCurdy for being the closest without going over. It's six six thousand two hundred and fifty gallons. I do not understand the prices right. <laughs> I, I closest without going over. I read, I read once that uh, the average male produces eight gallons of semen in a lifetime. So I figured, you know, people well unless people produce a lot more unless saliva they engage than in semen, excessive right? masturbation. <laughs> Maybe a connection here. <laughs> just, I'm just. We'll draw. Start, start pinning things to the board. Yeah. <laughs> we'll draw a few connections. Crest and Pepsodent are implicated somehow. Yes. The ADA, excessive masturbation, and uh, Napoleon. It all results in the total amount of bodily fluids produced by everyone in their life. Yeah, the aliens are extracted. Oh God! It is a scheme to mass. steal our bodily fluids. It is. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Kristen is flailing in the air <laughs> at this point. All right, let's, let's clear it up a little bit. Let's clear the air here. <laughs> you mean clean it up? Yes. Um, according to Mosby's Dental Dictionary, uh, what is the term for an anthropomorphic expression of the degree of protrusion of the lower face? Is it the facial angle, the facial expression, or the facial profile? The Habsburg jaw? <laughs> that might be a particular kind of anthropomorphic expression <laughs> of protrusion um, of the lower face. I will go with uh, the first thing you said. Because I can't remember it. <sighs> Didn't make it up. Go with it. Go with your spirit. Did. That's the first thing Let you did. Yeah. Make something up. Fuck's sake. All right. Uh, I, 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 I like nothing. what our, our listeners, of course, cannot see everything that you're doing with your jaw while you're thinking about this, which is great. But you get to be super subconscious about it now. So, All right. yeah, that's that's not facial helping. angle, facial expression, or facial profile. Facial angle, I don't know. Profile, okay. profile. Uh, the answer is facial angle. Oh. Burgo and McCurdy have it. Uh, the facial profile, on the other hand, is the sagittal outline of the face. Uh, sagittal being the line dividing your right half from your left. Mm -hmm. So basically, if you're looked at in uh, in profile, um, that's well, that's the facial profile. Yeah. Okay. And uh, there are three distinct forms: mesonathic, pronathic, and retronathic. To what does this refer? The Habsburg jaw. <laughs> <laughs> you're obviously trying to get me to look that up, and I'm not going to. You're not appreciating my references to. Europe's inbreeding practices and the uh, facial deformities it caused? Uh, I, I guess not. All right. McCurdy? <laughs> I think it has to do with whether your nose is concave. Hmm. Okay. Uh, that's not true. Okay. That's, it doesn't have to do with that. Uh, mesonathic is having an average relationship of jaws to head. Pronathic is a protrusive lower face. Retronathic is a recessive lower face. Um, right. I don't know why, then, that facial profile and facial angle are two different things. Uh, perhaps we are not dealing with a reliable source. Which of the following terms is not defined in Mosby's Dental Dictionary? Socialized medicine, <laughs> sexual harassment, <laughs> death, or revolution? 
Wait, so the other three are defined? The other three are defined. Which one is not defined? I want to read this dictionary. (laughs) You checked it out. (laughs) Socialized medicine? Death. Death. The only one not defined is revolution. (laughs) (laughs) I think we know um, what wall they're going to be up against when it comes. (laughs) Along with Pepsodent and the ADA. Yeah. Brandon, what else have you got for us? Okay, this is, uh, just to make things disgusting again, this is a question about Matthew Perry. (laughs) In which of the following movies does a crucial plot point revolve around Matthew Perry's character being a dentist? A, Fools Rush In. B, The Whole Nine Yards. C, 17 Again. Or D, LAX 2194. What? That's right. That must be a pre-Friends movie. It is. Okay. But I'm going to say the whole nine yards. I have this vague feeling that he was a dentist in the whole nine yards. Mm. It's the whole nine yards. (laughs) You don't sound resigned. Certainty. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I own it on Blu ray, (laughs) I had it on Betamax. (laughs) Criterion Laserdisc, actually. (laughs) I'm going with the whole nine yards. Yeah, that's right. There's there's a thing where um, he has to fake his own and Bruce Willis's death by rearranging some dental records and then burning the bodies of these two mobsters. Mm. And so then they'll find them and identify the teeth. But yes, LAX 2194 is a 1994 uh, pilot that was turned into a TV movie starring Matthew Perry, Kelly Hu, and Ryan Stiles. The entire contents of its IMDb page read as follows. About baggage handlers at Los Angeles International Airport in the year 2194. (laughs) I can only assume it was a sitcom. I've, uh, I actually watched the uh, pilot on YouTube. Wow. <laughs> it's just as bad, ridiculously yeah? bad as you'd expect, but it's pretty, actually pretty entertaining <laughs> in a terrible, terrible yeah. way. Uh, do it's we have a typical 90s sitcom, but yeah. in a baggage handler future. That sounds kind of fun. With Ryan Styles. With Ryan Styles. I would watch that every week. <laughs> do we have, I just want to call out, does anyone have any questions about the Steve Martin film Novocaine? No. no. No, I have seen it though. God damn it. I, I have it on DVD. Does Matthew Perry play a dentist? Uh, no, Steve Martin plays a dentist. Oh, and I haven't seen it. Is it the same dentist he plays in Little Shop of, or Little Shop of Horrors? No. They have certain personality traits in common. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Slowly getting momentum to go to the next question. I don't. I don't have any more. Gradually, I'm going. If you want it, all right. I, th- I thought it. you were going to ask about no, 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 no. Do it. Do it. Right, I just so wanted to flush one out if it existed. It exists. What book is the origin of the phrase <clears throat> "by the skin of one's teeth"? Is it a, the Book of Job in the Bible? B, a translation of the 11th century Japanese novel, The Book of Genji? C, Twelfth Night, in which is a long bo- a line belonging to Feste? Or D. The title of Thornton Wilder's 1942 play, The Skin of Our Teeth. I'll say Twelfth Night. Most things come from Shakespeare. Mm. I'll go with the Bible, because everything that didn't come from Shakespeare came from the Bible. I'll go with the Thornton Wilder play, just to be an asshole. <laughs> Bergo gets it. It is. Oh. It first appeared in, the, in English in a 1560 edition of the Geneva Bible, which provides a literal translation from the Hebrew. The full context is... All my friend, inward friends abhorred me, and they whom I loved are turned against me. My bone cleaveth to my skin and to my flesh, and I am escaped with the skin of my teeth. Hmm. 
Ouch. People had teeth, tooth skin back then. Yeah. I guess. It, 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 you needed it to bite through the gopher wood. <laughs> <laughs> well, your teeth were on the outside of your face at that point. <laughs> so uh, I was reading about the uh, Hamaspeko, which is Finnish for tooth, tooth troll. Okay. It's just a metaphorical device for explaining tooth cavities to kids. Somewhat similar to the Tooth Fairy. Eating candy lures tooth trolls, which of course then drill holes into your teeth, and then uh, brushing scares the tooth tooth trolls away. So it got me thinking... Mark is also uh, a dental animist, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) So um, it got me thinking about the Tooth Fairy and how strange it is. And uh, so in popular culture... Tooth fairy, the Tooth Fairy isn't quite as fixed as, say, Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny. But so, which of the following are not descriptions that have been used in children's literature to, uh, as images for the Tooth Fairy? A Tinkerbell type fairy, a pixie, a dragon, an anthropomorphic tooth, a blue mother figure, a flying ballerina, two little old men, a dental hygienist. <laughs> A pot-bellied flying man with a cigar, a bat, or a bear. You forgot the rock. Yes. Depending on our um, our and definition Larry the of cable guy. Yeah. Depending on our definition of mythology, um, these could all count. Yes. Well. Like I want to say anthropomorphic tooth, but of course, all kinds of marketing has has, has used that. I sure. arguably have used it in this show. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, well, since no one is actually answering, it is, in fact, the anthropomorphic tooth. Oh, damn it. So wait, there, I want to know more about the dragon. <laughs> so do I, but that's all I had. I only had a reference to it in a list. I want to know about the tooth dragon. So I'm going to tell any hypothetical children of mine about Except it's going to be a pot-bellied flying dragon. <laughs> if your teeth fall out of your head, the cigar, tooth dragon yes. will destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare yourselves. Don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Parenting is a terrible uh, temptation. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so milk teeth, also a name for, uh, for baby teeth. Mm. Um, who can give me another? Um, an, an actual one, not just... You know, I know you can all give me more. <laughs> I can't. I have nothing. Teethlets. Teethlets? Chicklets? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kristen is <laughs> waving things away that, again. Something about that just sounds wrong to me. <laughs> Teethlings? <laughs> Nip- <laughs> She's doing it more. Nipple teeth? <laughs> um, some answers are uh, deciduous teeth. That's a more uh, technical yeah. term. Yeah. Um, that's reborner teeth, which is way creepy to me. Reborner? Yeah. <laughs> wait, would so that wait. make our adult teeth conifer teeth? <laughs> I guess. The evergreen That's not teeth. how trees work. What <laughs> 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 they don't lose their leaves once and get uh, <laughs> explains and a lot become, about the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And then yeah, become evergreens somehow. Uh, In uh, some Asian countries, they're referred to as fall teeth mm-hmm. because they fall out. <laughs> Not fail teeth, as I keep misreading this that's in front of me. <laughs> They're kind of a first draft. The internet yeah. can be cruel. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just pulled up the Wikipedia page about the Tooth Fairy because I was really curious. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to say that the illustration um, of the Tooth Fairy is a drawing by a five-year-old New York City girl. 
No. The okay. bar the bar for neutral point of view. It's <laughs> going down. I, did I, that kid put that image in the public domain? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's an excellent question. I mean, it looks like the tooth fairy to me. I, you know, I I'm not going to dispute the neutrality. I like Wonder Woman, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think she wore a crown. Uh, she tiara. just had wings, but yeah. No, it's definitely a crown and not You're a right, tiara. It's a crown. I always thought the tooth Whoa. fairy looked a lot like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you catch him? Oh, yeah. Are you sure that's what he was yeah. there to do? I hope so. All right. I was overfronked. Oh, took my it. tooth and like, gave me a quarter. I was overfronked by the tooth fairy once. I got a $20 bill, and I was really excited. And then my parents asked me for the money back. <laughs> 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 the tooth fairy needs change, honey. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, go hey, go buy. Can you break at twenty. Yeah, go buy yourself a magazine and then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a sad story, isn't it? I want to know the the term overfronking. I've never heard that. Yeah, before. what's I, I can deduce its roots, but right. It I I don't I don't I don't know what the origins of it are. Huh? Okay. But. Uh, according to CBS, uh, what is the um, estimated reward from the Tooth Fairy? For the first tooth lost in um, Manhattan and nearby suburbs. Twenty dollars. Ten. One share in Berkshire Hathaway. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Five dollars for the first tooth yeah. is. Uh, <clears throat> which they then get uh, take to Tiffany to be uh, gilded and yeah. turned into jewelry. Perhaps, and then sell it to Berkshire Hathaway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the article that I'm looking at says that a 2011 study found that American children received 260 per tooth on average. Hmm. So, hmm. Five, well, you're gonna get that in Manhattan. Five for the first tooth, and yeah, yeah in Manhattan. I mean, well, this this does say for subsequent teeth after the first, um, it goes down to around three. Hmm. So maybe not overly inflated in Manhattan. That's just where they got their data. I'm, I'm wondering how the, this is explained to the kids. Like, look, your teeth are flooding the market. Uh, <laughs> demand is down. <laughs> supplies up. Uh, there's pressure. I actually had to have a couple of baby teeth um, surgically removed uh, while we're being disgusting. Mm-hmm. Because the adult teeth were coming in underneath them and the baby teeth started breaking. It was like when I was about 12, Ooh. 13, 14 in there. So I should have been done with baby teeth. But Did that hurt a hell of a lot? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty cool. They vacuumed out all the fragments, though. And I mean, at that point, I was numb, so I was just like, whoa, that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had a a similar thing where I had a cavity in a baby tooth, and I was at a birthday party, and the cavity fell out and, of course, caused excruciating pain. So I went to an emergency uh, dental treatment at the world's worst dentist. So my jaw was so swollen that the Novocaine didn't work, and he slowly wiggled back and forth until I'm about nine and I'm screaming my head off. I finally scream out, just rip the damn thing out. (laughs) And he does. And I can see the roots of the baby tooth, which you never see, right? Mm. Because it falls out when the roots are gone, uh, which were wrapped around the adult tooth, which is why it was so swollen and so painful. And so I walk out of there, eight or nine, just having screamed and like holding myself. And I see a five-year-old sitting in the waiting room with his mom just clinging on to his mom for no. because he's just been listening to me scream my head off for 45 minutes you must have felt like such a boss that that is the mark bergo origin story <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be a comic book of that 
a, I like this idea. Now here's, here's something I was I I was tempted to invite my current dentist uh, to be with us on the program because he's kind of a young dude and and fun to talk to. But I also suspect that he's not actually very good. So in the end, I, I didn't invite him. But something I want to ask uh, the rest of you is I have no experience with getting um, any kind of uh, gas uh, or like nitrous or whatever it is that people use. Um, and do any of you have experience with that at the dentist? I do. I have a pretty good story about really? it. Really? Okay. Well, I got all four of my wisdom teeth removed at the same time when I was 20, I think. Um, they were all impacted, and so they had to do the gas, then the anesthesia, and then jackhammer them out. But while I was waiting for the surgeon to come in, I was I had been given the gas, and I had a pulse monitor on my finger. You know, it was a little clip-on things. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and there was a, a you know a hygienist or a nurse in the room with me, just kind of making sure I didn't run my head into a corner or something. Right. Um, and so I noticed that if I wiggled my finger a little bit, it would change the pulse. And so I was like, all right, this is going to be great. <laughs> and so I waited a minute, and I shook my finger really fast. And the pulse monitor went, beep, 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 silence. Oh. <laughs> and so he leapt up and like, came to me. I was like, ah, that is hilarious. Um, and then they actually put me under and did horrible things. And I was coming out uh, afterwards super drugged up with my mouth full of gauze. Um, I was walking with my mom back out to the lobby so we could pay. And I, as I passed through the threshold of this door between the operating room or whatever and the front, um, I swore there was like an angle in the door frame where you could see a secret bookstore <laughs> inside the wall. And I was like, whoa, hold up. I got to tell somebody about this. Um, so I was like, man, there's a bookstore in the bar. She's like, I, what? There's a bookstore in the bar. Now, she, I can't understand you here. So she hands me a piece of paper and a pen. And I drew three squiggly lines on it and handed it back to her like, here, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That's my wisdom teeth story, and then I, you know, drooled blood for two days. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, the uh, the judges uh, are informing me via complicated hand gestures uh, that those uh, stories have evened out our scores exactly, <laughs> so that it is an exact tie uh, for the winner of the program. It's the best I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening to uh, Think Again, My Friend, produced by Kristen McCurdy and myself, um, with uh, help from the panelists, uh, from Matthew Schuler, and uh, and from uh, the International Dentistry Conspiracy. I don't know. look forward to seeing you all next time, assuming we have not been buried by the Illuminati. Yes. I had our teeth says the sold to the British. Podcast every six months. Identified by our <laughs> dental records. Maybe that's why British people have good teeth now, because they get those, you know, replacement ones shipped in from the Civil War. <laughs> it's actually American teeth in everyone's mouth. Maybe the British have good teeth because they've been just agreeing with each other to collude to all say that they have good teeth. Uh-huh. In banking references? No? All right. <laughs> yes. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Our show's theme contains elements from the album Waves of Energy by Synthetic Synergy. Our show is copyright 2012. All rights reserved.